0: Before we begin, for anyone who is struggling with their mental illness or thinks they may have a mental illness, there is help available. Reach out to someone, anyone, a friend or family member, your doctor, or maybe even some online support. We at Soul Forge are certainly not professionals in any way in this regard, but you can contact us or myself, uh, personally, Tracy, if you choose to. My email will be in the show notes. If you have thought of or plan a suicide, if suicidal thoughts, any kind of plan, please go to the emergency department for help and for your safety. Thank you, and uh, we hope that you enjoy listening to the show.
1: You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek.
2: Hey Soulforge listeners, let's talk about episode 85 of the Soulforge Podcast. Welcome to the Soul Forge. A place of silent mystery, quiet contemplation, and outright mayhem. Join your host, Sean Vanderloo, as he guides you through the adventures of living. Together, we'll talk about life and love, sex and dating joy and heartache, memories and loss, and so much more. Don't worry, it's not nearly as pretentious as it sounds. Get ready for life, the universe, and everything on The Soul Forge. Hey gang, it's Sean here, and we've got a full host today. With me is, of course, Tracy. Tracy. Hello. And making her triumphant return to the podcast, she, we haven't heard from her since episode 14. It's Heather. Hello. And making her podcast debut, <laughs> somebody who hasn't heard of podcasts until last Wednesday, <laughs> we've got Tracy's friend, Tanya. Hi. How are you doing? Good. Not too nervous?
0: A little bit. <laughs>
2: That's okay. That's okay. This time, it's Bell Let's Talk.
0: Yes. And Next Wednesday, January 30th, is Bell Let's Talk Day.
2: So we figured we'd get out in front of it a week in advance, mm-hmm. get the word out, yeah. and since this was your idea, I will let you take the lead.
0: Alright, so um, Bell Let's Talk has been happening for a number of years now, and on that day, um, hashtags with Bell Let's Talk, texts sent with Bell Let's Talk, uh, phone calls through Bell, um, all kinds of stuff like that, even like Facebook messages, Snapchat, I think it's five cents well, it was last year, is donated to Uh, Their cause and their causes awareness and education on mental health issues Uh, So it's a kind of a big day Um, Last year I sent the information to absolutely everybody on my Facebook list. Uh, I also did um, Instagram posts and anything I could do For my part anyways, but you can also make it just a general donation Mm -hmm. That's a possibility too but anyhow, so because of that, I kind of wanted to bring back the topic of mental health. I know we've talked about it before. Uh, Heather was, I think, the first guest uh, you had said, and she talked about her issues with mental health. And back in, I think it was October when I, we had my story. I believe so. I think so. Um, uh, or early November. So just go back to that and uh, talk about that a little bit. And we have, like you said, Tanya here, who is a registered social worker. So she has a bit of a different perspective than the rest of us. Uh, Heather and I have gone through things. Sean, you've experienced it with um, your family. Uh, So, yeah, so we're just going to talk about mental health. That'll be fun. I think so. Yes. I guess so.
2: Maybe that's not the right word for it, but...
0: uh, It'll be a good conversation.
2: We do have a professional in our midst who can uh, guide us on the right track.
0: Yeah, maybe. No
2: no pressure. No
1: pressure. (laughs) I always said my uh, best teacher was always the people that I work with, my client. Um, it's I did learn a lot in school, but you don't learn what you learn when you work uh, with people. So really, all my experience comes from practical. Yeah, and my teachers, which are the people that I work with, and I only they give me the information, the tools, and I give back. That's all I do. I just take and give back. So all the tools or a lot of the tools that I have come from a lot of people that I work with, and hmm. I just kind of give it back. Nice. That's how I see
2: my work. Makes sense. Yeah you, take, yeah. you take everything that you've learned from your teachers, everything from your people that you help.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. And the people that I help are my teachers. Exactly. Those are my teachers, right? Yeah. And I just kind of take and I give back. So kind of does full circle in the end.
2: Right. Mm-hmm. How long have you been doing this for?
1: Actually, 16 years.
2: Wow yeah oh, a long time. so you've you've <laughs> seen your fair share of things
1: yeah it doesn't feel like it though sometimes i feel like i just started yesterday <laughs>
2: <laughs> and you're always learning more i bet
1: always right yeah
0: always oh that's awesome mm-hmm. that's something neat can eat, uh, way to wait look at it to actually learn from the clients who you're helping yeah that's cool before we continue i have that something we don't normally do is uh have facts and research and stuff into the podcast but I did do a little bit of, uh, of looking.
2: What are you doing to the podcast? I
0: am so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought some st- Excuse me. statistics might help um, just for those who don't know that much about mental health. So in any given year, one in five people in Canada will personally ex- experience a mental health problem or issue. That's a lot of people.
2: That's 20%. Yeah,
0: it is. Uh, and it says eight percent of adults will experience a major depression at some point in their lives.
2: I believe that. Mm-hmm. And I'm,
0: I mean, that's a major depression is quite debilitating. So uh, that's kind of scary. Yeah, very. very scary. Scary. I've done that. Got the T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I, I yeah. believe you
2: talked about that on episode fourteen. In mm-hmm, fact, yeah, mm-hmm.
0: I didn't get a T-shirt yet. I'll make you one. Okay. <laughs>
2: It <laughs> can be our art project, Ooh. leisure, It's very important.
3: when you're know, Right. <laughs> hey, this is
0: it, a yes. great segue, Heather. What kind of things can people who are struggling with mental health, what kinds of things can they do to help themselves?
3: As in, like, for leisure activities or just in, and, in Well, a leisure
0: thing? is a good thing. You can maybe give some examples, anything, really. It's well, a, you
3: can pretty much do anything. Um, it's hard when you're depressed because you don't want to do anything. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I like to write. Yeah even if it's not making any sense just to get it out because sometimes that helps you see it differently Mm -hmm. Uh, talking to your friends if you don't have friends there's websites different people you can talk to Mm -hmm.
0: Um,
3: now they have like online counselors if you have issues finding counseling
0: Mm -hmm. that's
1: fantastic Mm
0: -hmm. yeah Yeah.
1: you said a while ago about the motivation right and it's Mm -hmm. true that you don't have the motivation to do something so my favorite rule that I I share pretty much with everybody Mm -hmm. is my five minute rule yes do something for five minutes even if you have to put the timer or you have to walk two minutes and a half outside and a two minute half back in do something for five minutes and you'll get something done and then it just kind of get the ball rolling because after five minutes you might end up doing for six minutes or you might get into it and enjoy it and do it for 10 minutes and just kind of Even though just sweeping the floor doesn't need to be much, but the five-minute rule, that's like kind of my best rule ever, Mm -hmm. just to start kicking the motivation, because it is true. You have no motivation. So you have to force yourself. You have to force yourself, yeah, yeah, and that's how you get going, right? If you don't do anything and you wait to get the
0: motivation to do something, it's not going (laughs) to happen. Exactly. Yeah, and I can speak from experience of this five-minute rule. Um, Tanya actually told me about it. And it's kind of changed my life. Um, And that sounds really drastic, but it's so true. And it's, for me anyway, I was at the point, and everybody gets at a point where you can't even get to that five minutes, Mm -hmm. right? But um, when we had talked about it, I was at a point where I was able to find that somewhere deep inside me. Okay, just five minutes. And I did a number of times actually use a timer. And I don't think I've ever done five minutes so it just shows you how once you get up and once you start doing something it gives you the motivation to do more but to also be okay with the fact if you don't if you do five minutes and you want to go back to bed you want to give up okay that's fine and be okay with that exactly so I can attest to this uh to this five minute rule and and it's effectiveness for me yeah and Everybody's different.
3: Um, The five-minute rule for me was just a pain in the ass. Mm -hmm. I really didn't like it because then i just sit there and be like, okay, do this for five minutes. Mm -hmm. Yep. That's really helpful.
2: Because when I get
3: down, I'm really
1: negative, and it's just like... (laughs) So yeah.
3: I, take a, your five minutes and put <laughs> <you know, laughs> <one> minute.
1: it.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> and the one minute. Sometimes five minutes is a long,
0: yeah. but yeah. Mm-hmm. One it depends minute. where you're at in your yeah. in your journey yes. too. Because mm-hmm. uh, I definitely experienced that too, Heather, were, there would have been no way that I could have gotten myself to do that. Like getting to the bathroom was an absolute struggle sometimes. So to get up for five minutes and sweep is was not realistic for me then. And I think, too, it's the way you frame it. When you say, um, for some people, if you say, okay, you're going to do
3: this five-minute rule, then it, all of a sudden it's a rule if they feel obligated mm-hmm. to do it. Mm-hmm. Oh. And if you're someone like me, I don't like letting people down. So if you tell me, do this for five minutes, or at least try to do it for five minutes, if I don't do it, mm-hmm. it comes into, like you are saying, that you accept that you didn't do it, I have a really hard time accepting that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So for me, those those don't work. Mm-hmm. I have to think of it as, okay, pick up the book. Just pick up the book. Okay. Open okay. it, start to read it. If it consumes you, great. If it didn't, you picked it up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's something, like, for me that worked. Uh, I know they pushed a lot for uh, leisure activities because they want people who are... It's really five minutes, whatever it is. Something, do something, do anything. Mm -hmm. And hopefully you'll find something that you enjoy. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Because when you're down, right, you don't enjoy anything other than pretty much
1: sleeping. Yeah. And that's because you don't have to feel anything else. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So instead of saying
0: five-minute rule, would that be another name for it? Um, It's kind of similar, I think, in the fact that you're... Forcing yourself mm-hmm. to do one, mm-hmm. one thing. Tiny, small yeah. step at a time. Because I,
1: I like that when you say, like, yeah, the rule kind of put that obligation. And sometimes when you don't do it, then you feel disappointed, right? Mm-hmm. So I was kind of just started to think, okay, yeah, maybe the rule might put, might have another name for it that would be less... Um, strict. Strict, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think um,
3: maybe if you find you're talking to someone and they have a little bit of reservation about it, you could go about it and, that, well... If five minutes doesn't work for you, what are some of the things that you used to like to do? How about you pick up a book or you get out your coloring book or you
1: turn on that show that you used
3: to like to watch or the or, mm-hmm. Um
1: So make, make a list of activities maybe. also and go through that list and mm-hmm. just what is...
3: Yeah. yeah go through one and pick one exactly mm-hmm. and so just try it yeah. yeah and
0: do the first step for yeah, that activity exactly and that's that's that that's it where Yeah. you go and if you go further grade, great if, if you don't not, at least you did that uh, first mm-hmm. step yes so
2: call it one. five minute motivation
0: <laughs> hey, that is nice
2: i don't know i didn't go to school for this i don't know
0: <laughs> i like that <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome that's awesome uh, Tanya, can you shed some light on some other things that you might suggest to patients to help them cope? Um,
1: and doing a list of activities, like you said. So just writing down the things that you used to enjoy or the things that you would like to do or the book, the coloring, just to get distracted, right? And I think sometimes is to get out of, the, out of the mind because I call it the cartoon because you get stuck into the cartoon, the cartoon of the past or the cartoon of the future, which is the fear of the future or the regrets of the past or you're just in that cartoon. And and I always say the cartoon is not real because it's not happening now, but your body doesn't know the difference between mm-hmm. if you're thinking about it or actually experiencing, experiencing it. it. If you're playing the cartoon in your head, guess what? You are experiencing it. So the emotion comes mm-hmm. with it. So it's how to break that cartoon. So some of the distraction technique, right? Just mm-hmm. uh, the five senses. What do you see? What do you hear? What do you smell? What do you touch and start describing? But the fact with that is you have to talk out loud you have to hear yourself talk okay if you don't hear yourself talk your 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 thoughts are louder than your inner talk your your inner voice mm-hmm. so you have to hear yourself to be able to break the thought pattern That's so tough. if you just do it in your head
2: right <laughs> it's not going to it's not going to be loud enough you
1: have to be louder than your thoughts but yes. talking out
2: loud makes people feel ridiculous
1: it does i guess it does it's, yeah if you're in i guess you're in the mall it might be kind of you know but it's okay it doesn't matter you're doing it for yourself not for anybody else That's right true. yeah um so yeah the talking out loud singing out loud it can be twinkle twinkle little star it doesn't really matter but it's to cut that cartoon to stop the cartoon from happening Mm -hmm. Um, or to um, not stop it but kind of just alternate like just kind of break the thought pattern enough to be able to do something else Mm -hmm. or to pick up the book right if you can stop that thought going that cartoon then you can actually pick up the book and do something else cartoon will happen so it's something you have to do a thousand times a day right and it's it's hard it's hard to keep pushing it's hard to have that energy because it takes so much energy it's very hard work and
0: it's so it exhausting and it just mm-hmm. is hard work to exist because what is going on in like what was going on inside my brain it's constant it's constant moving and thinking and it's so negative and you're trying to fight it and you just can't do it you're so exhausted from doing nothing but fighting with yourself yeah. in your head Hmm. yeah that is a battle yeah it yeah. definitely is um, some of the things that I have found, uh, that help me too, and they're classic things, um, like journaling or exercise, yeah. um, meditation, yoga, or even music, like putting music on. And I, I love my music, but I don't, it's always on in the background, but I don't necessarily, you know, turn it up and sing along mm-hmm. with it. So when I do that, it really, it boosts me, you know, kind of like people do that when they clean, right? Cause they yeah. get more energy from it. So those are some things that, that I've done and I know are, are classic things to help with, mm-hmm. with uh, mental illness when you're struggling. What are some things that, um, we'll talk really quick about this because I don't want it to be a trigger, um, but what are some things, Heather, that you've done when you're not well? of so you're maybe coping things, but that are in a negative way. So I'll give you an example, like one for me would be lying in bed. I'll just stay in bed all the time? Um, I've done the stay in bed. Mm-hmm. I've done the cutting.
3: I mm-hmm. have done listening. Like, letting yourself listen to that voice in your head that's mm-hmm. saying all the horrible things. Because for some reason you feel like you deserve that. Yeah. Um, yeah that's It's mm-hmm. it's not a healthy thing. And then you end up going back to every moment it feels like in your life. and And taking blame for things mm-hmm. that are not your fault. Are not your fault. It's not even sure.
0: close to your yeah. fault. Yeah.
3: So I know that. Yeah, I'm guilty of a lot of things.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and guilt is a trap. Also, yes. because then if you start feeling guilty, or then you get stuck into that trap again, right? How mm-hmm. not to? Mm-hmm. Do you have any ways of dealing with guilt? That's a for hard one. Clients. That's yeah. a really hard one. But I always say there's two guilts, right? Mm-hmm. There's a good guilt. There's the bad guilt. And the good guilt is when you do something that goes against your values. But when I say against your values and morals, it's when you do something really, really bad, like hurting somebody. Right? You really hurt somebody and you feel guilty. And that kind of keeps you on the right track. It's, it's like, okay, I did something that doesn't feel good. I'm not going to do it again. I know that's not okay, it goes against my moral, lying, so, you know, but really, really something really bad. Or, and the bad guilt is the learned guilt. We've learned to feel guilty, and we learn to feel guilty as a very, very young age. And um, sometimes our parents will say, you know, you didn't finish your plate, but there's people out there that are starving, or, you know, so then you feel guilty and you finish your plate. But finishing your plate really doesn't give you anything i not going to make you feel better. And it doesn't
2: help the starving people.
1: Exactly. <laughs> doesn't help. Exactly. It doesn't. Yeah. But then again, right? So we feel guilty or we say no and then we get grounded. Will we learn not to say no. Or um, we play that game sometime. I've I seen uh, my mom kind of do that to, to my little one. but It didn't really work. But sometimes we do that, right? They ask, oh, you want to give us a hug? And the, and the little one will say no. Nope, and then they'll say, oh. Oh my god you just broke my heart and then the little one feels guilty mm-hmm. and then it gives a hug right so yeah. you you teach them again to feel guilty yeah um so you gotta really ask yourself are you feeling guilty because you did something really 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 really, really wrong and hurt somebody really really bad like you know killed somebody or are you feeling guilty because you've learned to feel guilty? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And just to start with that and make that difference. And if you feel guilty because really it's not really doing anything good for you, mm-hmm. and just start to try to let it go.
0: Yeah.
1: And say, okay, no, wait, wait a minute. And who does that guilt belong to? Does it belong to you? Does it belong to somebody else? Uh, you know. mm-hmm. So it's starting to make that difference between the good and the bad guilt. Um, yeah, but guilt is hard because we've learned to feel guilty and it's yeah. a negative trap and it stays us And then that's how we do things that we don't want to do
2: You don't yeah. really
1: want to go help that best friend. But, oh, I feel guilty yeah. if I say no So, you know, I'm gonna do it, but really I don't really have time but and then your resentment and then yeah. it's it's that and Then you beat yourself up and then you get into that negative
0: cycle again, right? Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. I can relate to that <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, totally.
0: and for, for myself, uh, thing, I had a lot of guilt because of specifically my struggle with mental illness and how it was affecting the people I loved. Mm. So there was a lot of guilt about that. Um, so you would think that that would be a force of trying to get better, but it was just, it, it affected me negatively, so then I would get even more upset and worse because I was felt guilty and sad or not being the mom that I should be and I should do more with my kids and whatever the case may be but uh, that's one thing that really I had a hard time with
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and you're right it stays you in
1: the negative cycle right it's not helping you it takes energy and then you just get you start beating yourself up should Mm -hmm. do better for my kid well then I mean I'm not a good mom and then and then Mm -hmm. it's just digging the hole again instead Mm -hmm. of helping getting out yeah. it doesn't. So that guilt is very, um, yeah, it's mm-hmm. a hard one and it keeps you stuck. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Do you have anything
3: to add to that, Heather? <laughs> <laughs> um, my only thing is what, uh, when you said about how guilt is learned, um, one thing I realized is just how much that happens to you as a child Affects you when you're older. Mm-hmm. Um, we went through, When I went through treatment, the whole thing was um, negative core beliefs. And it is insane once they start picking things mm-hmm. that you did as a child and how that gets reinforced. And because it gets reinforced, yeah. it, and you just look through your life and you're like, look at that. It's happening again and again yeah. and again. And again. No wonder I believe that.
1: <laughs> yeah. Domesticated, yeah. is that yeah. the
3: word? You got yes. domesticated? Domesticated,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah Um, yeah for sure one thing that um i've learned and i only really realized this in the last few months that um when i'm not doing well i react in anger Mm. not in like any kind of violent anger or anything but i i lose my cool so quickly like it just i'm so irritable and course, with only the people that I love. So you guys would never see that.
2: You don't love us?
0: Uh, okay. Oh. oh, my heart.
2: Oh. oh, it hurts. You broke my heart. I love you, you both.
0: Yet? I love you. I love and you. Now, did the guilt just kick in? No. I do love you both. And I told you both today that I love you. So stop it. Uh, but you know, like those closest to me that live in my home there, yes. that's a better way of describing it. Much
2: better. I'm sorry. Thank you.
0: And I love all the listeners, of course, too. But, yeah, so those closest to me, they're the only ones that really ever got to see that. So it's... And I realize now why I'm doing it. Because I'm irritated. I'm not able to cope with whatever emotion is coming up. And it comes out in anger. And you're frustrated. Because yeah. you can't figure
3: it out. So how is anybody else supposed <laughs> to help you, right? <laughs> yeah. And I think that's yeah. a... Like, for me, that's a problem. Because I think logically and I'm like okay so I should be able to take care of this this is stupid
0: (laughs) why can't I just Just do this
3: yeah get up and take a shower it's not you've been doing that for how many years just do it (laughs) but no that's that's I have a truck when I'm in a dark place I don't want to get up I don't want to shower and for you it's anger with me it's um it's like getting my heart broken Mm -hmm. it's the most horrible feeling Mm-hmm. Because I, it's literally like the moment my heart got broken for the first time. Yeah. Uh, and it's just, I'll sit there and I'll be sobbing and it'll be like, what's the matter? I, I don't know. know. Yeah. But it hurts. It hurts so bad. Yeah. And I don't know how to make it better. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nobody can make it better for you. It's it's really... Yep. It's true. Um, I have a question for you because I've noticed when I've gone to different counselors... Um, and in group therapy a lot of people have the same question and I don't know if you've noticed it in your practice but it will be like am I always going to be like this it's a good question <laughs> and I've noticed that they avoid it a lot when mm-hmm. people say am I always going to be like this and I think I finally figured out what I would have wanted to hear as an answer okay and it's not no you're not ever you're not going to be like this forever because you don't know yeah. But the one thing you have to accept is you will never be how you were before. Yes. yes. Because it's I'm never going to be how I was before I got sick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that in itself is hard enough to handle. But you think, I'm, I'm going to go back there. But you can't because too much has happened from that moment to where you are now. But you can never go back to that. And mm-hmm. it's sad. But, you've but it's better than knowing that you're always going to be here in this pain no that's that's not it you can learn things Mm -hmm. you can learn to cope with it and Mm -hmm. deal with the different things that pop up and you'll learn but you're never going back there so just look forward
1: (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. be now and learn from it like you said you grow
3: so you can
2: be better but you can't be the same
1: yes I like that exactly. You're not probably not be able to be the same, but yeah, with everything you've learned, you can be better and having more knowledge or know how to better cope or accept or is just. But yeah, so it could, it would be, it, it is going to be better.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's a great question actually. And sometimes I feel that I'm better, like I'm really good where I am now. But there's still sometimes I think, for only for certain reasons, like not general life. But I wish I was like this again. I used to run a lot for exercise. Nothing was chasing me. Um, but I haven't been able to get myself back there again. I haven't been able to get myself to walk anywhere. Heather lives like less than ten minute <laughs> walk away from me. I've not walked to Heather's. I don't know. Like I just my parents. They live about the same distance in another direction. Mm-hmm. don't walk there either so that is one thing that I really wish that I could go back to but like you said so much has happened since then Mm -hmm. and maybe I can't run 10 kilometers but I have the coping skills to deal with things when it gets tough and I'm not saying that it's always going to work but at least I have those skills and I'm putting them to practice so hopefully eventually it'll be an all the time thing it's not yet, but.
1: And what happens if you find something else that you will enjoy as much? Might not be running, mm. but you might find something different. Yeah, that you'll that's enjoy true. as much. Yeah, and just don't know. Yeah, hopefully I will.
0: That's mm-hmm. exercise. <laughs> or could be yoga. I don't know,
1: kickboxing. We <laughs> were talking about you know, kicky, yeah, kicky, something different. Right? Yeah. Yeah, that's true.
2: And it helps to talk about it on the podcast, get yeah. it all out there. Mm-hmm. That's why I started this thing in the first place, mm-hmm. as my own self-therapy session. Yeah. So, and it's expanded into all this.
0: Yeah. Wow. No. Have you learned a lot?
2: Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Can I put it into words on the spot like that? No. Not necessarily. But uh, it's been good. Awesome. It's yeah. good. And I think I have helped people. I know that, because yeah. you, you get comments Yeah. and all the memes that we share on the Facebook page. Yeah. Uh, even today, there was a meme that I shared and somebody who follows the page said, this page lives inside my head. Yeah. And so I commented back and I said, do you listen to the podcast? She's like, not yet. <laughs> I'm like, well, I hope you do. You know, so we'll see what happens. But yeah. Uh...
0: yeah. I'm Drew Leiter. And I'm Cletus Jacobs. And we're inviting you to check out our podcast The Earth Station DCU. We talk all things DC Comics, television, movies, and news. We'll give you weekly comic recommendations and keep you informed on what's going on with DC TV and movies. We are part of the ESO Network. You can catch a new episode weekly on iTunes, Google Music, Stitcher, or wherever fine podcasts are found. So this is, I'm going to ask you, Tanya, and what... You think that people, uh, let's say there's a family member and they think they might have mental illness or even for uh, a person themselves, how can they recognize, what are some signs of mental illness? Oh my God, this is so broad. Yes, (sighs) it It is. But everybody
1: can have all the signs. Yeah. (laughs) Even me (laughs) at times, right? Um, but, uh, But all the signs, I think it's really the sadness being sad or retreat right when people starts to just kind of retreat or isolate themselves um and they start to go more inward Mm -hmm. um and again some people will react differently some people it's going to be explosion it's going to be the outward um it's um uh, if there's the the negative negative thoughts or being i I don't want to say kind of stuck but just in in their thoughts right it's it's Mm -hmm. kind of In there, Um, sometimes there's no sleeping, sleeping too little, sleeping too much, not eating, eating too much, and Mm -hmm. and that's the thing, right? It it goes from one extreme to the other, and it doesn't matter. Again, different person will will have those different symptoms. Won't won't eat the other one. We're just gonna binge eat, and sometimes Um, it changes through
0: absolutely the cycle of it. You
3: know, like there's times
1: where you talk about
3: jogging I am not that (laughs) big person at all yeah and I remember being so anxious when I first got sick so anxious I would go on my treadmill and I would do like half an hour on my treadmill then I'd go upstairs and then my dad would take me to the lake and I'd walk two or three times around the lake then I'd go back home And then I might go on the treadmill again, which is, is, I can't even get myself to walk to your house, (laughs) (laughs) but I do like an hour on the treadmill (laughs) Yeah, because I just couldn't, I didn't know what to do with the energy. I just couldn't take it anymore.
2: Mm
3: -hmm. But I'm like, if I could just have a little bit, could I just bottle just a little bit of that and use it? Yes. Yeah. (laughs) But no, when it comes, it's like, oh, not you again.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, so and sorry, the motivation, right? No motivation. All the interest, all the things that you used to love to do, now you don't have any interest. You don't want to do anything anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's also with the isolation. You start more isolating. So it's uh, there's so many different things that could happen, and I think that's why it's hard to sometimes notice what is happening. Mm-hmm. And what makes it hard to notice is that it doesn't happen from one day you're all go happy and then the next day you're down not doing anything staying in bed having no energy or it's so gradual sometimes that it's so hard to notice Mm
0: -hmm.
1: until it's until until you're really really exactly because it's little bit by little bit by little bit so you don't really see the changes because it's so done gradually Mm -hmm. that was
3: me because yeah. it felt like all of a sudden everything happened, mm-hmm. but it was just like I guess little pieces. Yeah, yeah. Pieces, do you pieces, find pieces. when you look back, you can pick out those things? Mm-hmm. Not exactly, no. Like, because one of the big things when you're not well is everybody's like, Well, what happened? Mm-hmm. What was the moment? You know what the moment was for me yeah. when I went to, I got in an argument with my husband and I went to work and I couldn't stop crying, and every song on the radio was like from my life. And it was horrible, and mm-hmm. all I did was cry, and I'm like, I have to go to the hospital, I can't stay here. <laughs> so you recognize that yeah, that wasn't just there's, a bad day, that there was yeah, something. And, and I'm sensitive to begin with, so you know, uh, so a song made me cry, okay. And all fights with my husband made me sad.
1: Okay. But to that degree, no, that's mm-hmm. even a little yeah. much for me. <laughs> so yeah. the emotional, right, being extremely emotional to people being numb, having yeah. no emotion at all, right, yes. not feeling anything. So it's so one or like it very it so much. It's so yeah. great. Like what, it's yeah. great. Mental health is great. It's
0: not black and white.
1: Yeah. We'd be no. black and like white. would be so we, easy. It yeah.
0: It's not like somebody <laughs> can do a test and say, this is what you have. This is what you no. need to take. And no. you will be better. Yeah, and no. you'll get better. Yeah. Oh, God, I wish that happened. That would be awesome. I wouldn't have a job. <laughs> <laughs> so Wait a minute. Wait a minute.
1: Oh I love God. my job. Come on, no. You'd be my counseling desk. all these happy people. What to do with all their happiness? Yeah. <laughs> it's forbidden. Yeah. So it's that gray. I think it's that gray area. So it's a yeah. really, it's a hard, it's, that's a hard question to to really have that, you know, uh, cut and clear answer. Yeah. I would say I don't. I don't yeah. have it. Yeah, yeah, I get it.
3: Did you ever forget how it felt to be happy? Yeah. And then you were happy after that, and you didn't... Do you remember being happy for the first time after not being
0: happy for a long time? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, that happened a couple weeks ago, two or three weeks ago, where I started to be happy, and I was very confused, and I actually thought I might be manic. I'm not diagnosed as manic, depressive, but... I was looking it up and everything because I was driving myself crazy with this like I have energy. Where is this coming from? And I have motivation to do stuff that I haven't done in years. What what is going on? I was so confused and scared. Mm-hmm. It was I had so the same weird. experience. That's why I had to ask you. I also remember yeah.
3: it. I was just it was a day and I was just randomly happy. And I was just like, Oh my god, what is this feeling? What is this? Is something wrong? Because you don't recognize yeah. it anymore. It
0: sounds. It and sounds I odd I even to describe
3: Did it. Did I used to be happy? Like, was I like this? Was this, was I just a happy person? Because <laughs> I don't remember this at all. Yeah. This is kind of awesome.
0: <laughs> it is awesome. It is. Um, sorry, I'm gonna. i We're. We're taking a, quite a while, but I do just want to ask. There's no. There's no, just, no time <laughs>
2: limit. This is an important topic. So. It
0: is. It is. Um, so the next thing I wanted to say. Uh, another statistic, and I found these um, somewhere on the CMHA website, so from Canadian Mental Health Association, is that 49% of people do not seek help. Wow, I, I, that's a big... Illness. Yeah. yeah.
2: I, I believe that, because there's been times where I thought I should go talk to somebody, and I don't want to, so I started a podcast instead.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so this is your therapy. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: yeah. So what can... Uh, and... Obviously, Tenny, you as a professional, but Sean with family members, and Heather, you know me, and you've known other people with mental illness. What are some recommendations on for people who have a loved one, a friend, a family member, that they can see something's not right? Is there anything that they can do?
2: You're asking me? I'm
0: asking all of you. Okay. I'm looking at you right okay. now. <laughs> 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 what, I, I mean, and ultimately... You can't help the person they have to help themselves. But what are some things initially that family can try to do to help? or I think sometimes just mentioning that you see it. Mm -hmm.
3: Because some people can be really introverted. And I think introverted people, it's hard to tell. Because they might not like to go out to begin with. So if they start pulling back, you might not realize it. You might just think, oh, they want to stay in. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's something else going on. Like when somebody's, like one of my friends, she's really outgoing. So when she started to show signs of depression, it was like, are you okay? Because okay. it was, if I have to call you to get you to do something... That, that's abnormal. That's not normal. and you have to call me, this is how our friendship
0: <laughs> works. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but yeah, it's those little things. I think sometimes just not being afraid to to start the conversation like Mm -hmm. this whole bell talk thing yeah start the conversation and if they're fine they're fine but if not you can help them maybe even start going to a social worker Mm -hmm. or starting that conversation with their doctor
1: Mm yeah yeah and I think that's a really good way of doing it to point out what you see is different or changing and again to be supportive right um they might be willing to listen, like they might just not be ready to hear it. No. Uh, but it's to be still that supportive. And, and, just and making
3: them feel safe.
1: Yeah. I think
3: safety is a big thing because I yeah. think when you're not well, you're scared because mm-hmm. you don't know
1: what's going on. So having somebody that makes you feel safe. And yeah. no judgment, right? Having yeah. somebody who's not going to judge that yeah. helps. Because so that else. is such a big part of feeling judged. Mm-hmm. And I think you need to have that safe, non-judging mm-hmm. person who's exactly. going to be able to... The person who's sick mm-hmm. is going to be judging themselves
2: enough. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. yeah. They, they need
1: you to be
3: impartial. You know? Yeah. yeah.
2: And, and I've got parts of this. Like, I've gone to seek help for a little bit of depression and stuff and all that stuff. But uh, Trish, Bishop's mom, my son, mm-hmm. she'll often say, How are you doing, Sean? I noticed by your posts on Facebook that things are okay right now. Yeah. Is that true? They're more positive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She, she gauges my mental health by my Facebook posts. Huh. So. Interesting. Yeah.
0: Yeah. and the, I mean, those are little things Get that you text. can notice too. <laughs> uh, would be to, to someone's any regular activity that they no longer do. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, I think somebody mm-hmm. had mentioned that, but, uh, but yeah. Um, and I know for me, support offering your support letting them know that you're there that was a big thing um, my mom said that my sister said that my cousin said that they all told me I'm here for you if you need anything and I don't think I ever took anybody up on it but you know what it did make me feel comforted when somebody usually it would be through text or but mm-hmm. when they would text that or tell me that I still felt comforted knowing full well I wasn't ever going to call them when I was in the middle of a crying spot but knowing that if I wanted to that you you could could. yeah Mm -hmm. so that was Mm -hmm. good because reaching out is hard
1: yeah it's hard Mm -hmm. to reach out you don't you don't you you just don't ask for help it's so hard and Mm -hmm. even though like you say people will offer I'm here if you need me give me a call I don't want to be a burden yes yes that thought exactly that thought yeah it takes over it does and you don't you don't reach out.
2: No. And that's part of the reason why I started Sunday Morning Coffee Club. Mm-hmm. So people can come over, have a mm-hmm. coffee, and talk if they need to. There you go. So
1: Wow, that's nice.
3: Yeah. It's a thing. Mm-hmm. It's a thing.
2: Yeah. You yeah. guys have been here for it. And
3: I was here once. Well, <laughs> I was here once, and then I had to leave. <laughs> that's okay. Speaking of mental health, I had to leave. <laughs> you had to
2: leave, because yeah.
3: I had a panic attack.
2: <laughs> but you were here.
0: But I was here, And I you're think. always
2: And you're always welcome. Yes. And more than just on a Sunday. So...
0: Yeah, um, any? And I know you, Sean, you read self-help books. I, I think that we've talked about it, Heather. I'm not sure, and I know you and I have Tanya. Uh, any uh, books that you can recommend to listeners that they might want to uh, read? Sean's looking at his pile of books <laughs> over there. <laughs> uh, well,
2: I would read anything by Mitch Albom. It's not self-help per se. Okay. But he's a deep thinker, mm-hmm. and it's just. It, it makes you makes you think. Okay. And see the world in a different perspective. Mitch album. Mitch album.
0: A L B O M. Yep. <laughs> he
2: he <laughs> did uh, Tuesdays with Maury. he did The Five People You Meet in Heaven. Okay. Those kind of books, they're great. Uh, what else have I got there? Nothing there in that pile actually, but
0: But uh, no, The Essence of Rumi? No. No, that's a
2: something else. that's something else. But I just got what the? I think we all just picked it up. The subtle art of not giving a fuck. Yeah. No, yeah. I don't think any of us have read it yet. I have. Oh, have you? Yeah. Oh, I just um, got it. So but
3: I, I'd have to refresh if yeah, you were to ask me questions about it. Yeah, I wouldn't. I well, wouldn't wait till you read it. I'll listen to it again. Uh, yes. The
2: the gifts of imperfection. Did mm-hmm. I give that to you?
3: Um, I no. I have to go back and revisit because you gave me a few books. I
2: did. I did. But that was one I remember. The gifts of imperfection. It's. Mm. It's been a while since I read it, but it was basically. Uh, Forgiving yourself or allowing yourself to not be perfect. Oh, wow. That's nice. Yeah, because we
1: hit ourselves on the head so many times. I read a a little um, e-book. It was,
3: love yourself like you give a fuck.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I said
3: it it for you. It seems like a stupid little thing, but when you're hating yourself, being able to turn around and say, I love you Mm. Mm. to yourself, is huge. It is so hard to do, because if you're having a fairly good day. Can you in your head go, I love me.
2: Uh, I don't know. I never tried it.
0: No. Yeah. And you've never well, I, tried it
2: to tell myself that I love myself. Yeah. yeah. Nope. Never even thought about it. Okay. So that's your that's your homework, huh?
3: Sean. <laughs> uh-huh. But I found it really difficult. And in this book, it says how, because um, you know how everybody says, you know, you need to love yourself before you can love anyone else, and mm. I've never. Really believe that.
2: (laughs) I don't think it's true. Because I I I am
3: very, I can love other people and still really hate myself. And um, (laughs) that's just a thing. Mm -hmm. But I read this book and it was when I was in a really dark place. So it was really hard. And it it says how, as humans, we like to hear it. You like to hear your your loved ones say, I love you. mm Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like, I am horrible about it. I will tell you, I love you a million times a day. Because I want you, I never want you to question it. So saying it to myself, and, and that's what the book says. Just keep saying it to yourself until you yeah. believe it. Yeah. Until when you say it, you believe
0: it. Mm-hmm. And who's and the author? No idea. And what was, okay, so what was I the name of the book? Yeah, all we already mm-hmm. said is had the F word in it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love yourself like you give a bee. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, uh, one. Uh, Sorry, uh, Heather. Sorry, you
3: your finished. Finished. I'll get the information. I'll give it to you. And
0: you can put it in the description or whatever. Cool. Uh, one book that I really liked uh, is called Buddhist Bootcamp by Timber Hawkeye, I think is his name, and it's a really short, like par- um Excuse me, uh, chapters or like a page and a half, and it's a small, like physically small, book um but just basically things that you know but you need somebody to tell you yes Mm, like you don't need things to be happy just things like that like obviously he gets a lot more specific than that or he wouldn't have an entire book but he also has like a facebook page and stuff and just posts everything positive uh he was into uh, something sean's talked about which is minimalism um and really doing things for yourself so that's something that uh, that I, and this was kind of early on in my journey, mm-hmm. and I've gone back to it a number of times. My dog has since eaten it, and I need to order another copy. Oh, no. <laughs> but that's one book. And then um, kind of going along with what you were saying, Heather, um, an author, uh, her name is Louise Hay. Mm-hmm. I can't remember yes. any of the Uh, names of the books the
1: powers within you I think that's one of the Louise Hay uh, yeah she talks
0: a lot about loving yourself and in one of them it was like you had to do certain activities and so for so many days you had to look in a mirror and tell yourself I love you 50 times every day or whatever I can't remember Mm -hmm. and another thing was put something around your house that'll remind you that you love yourself So, my daughter had these, like, flower stickers, so there's one on my bathroom mirror, and there's one beside my light switch in my bedroom, and there's one in my shower, and one on my key thing, and Sean and Heather, you probably haven't noticed these things, but they're in my house, and (laughs) I don't, I don't, you know, do that anymore, where I look in the mirror and say, I love you all the time, maybe I should, but I still see these things. I mean, not, I don't notice them all the time, because there's, I see them all the time, but when I do notice them and think of them, it does give me that good feeling. And there's so many more that I can't think of, and I meant to write a list, but Mm -hmm. um, I forgot. Do you have any recommendations, Tanya? Um,
1: I like the one that I've read way back when was the four agreements, and Mm -hmm. now there's the fifth agreement that came out. I do have the book, never read the fifth agreement, but there's added one agreement. So the Mm -hmm. four agreement is do not assume, Mm -hmm. because we make a lot of assumptions. And by making a lot of assumptions, and we start feeling kind of bad because usually, you know, it's not always a good assumption. Mm-hmm. Um, always do your best because your best is going to change day to day, right? If you really don't feel and you you feel down and you don't have the energy and your best is 10% and you give that 10% in your day, guess what? You just gave your 100%. So you're... Mm-hmm. Your, your best is going to change day to day depending how you're feeling, depending if you slept well, depending if you're sick, if you're not sick. So do your best as one of them. And then uh, be pickable with your word. So never talk bad about yourself. Never talk bad about somebody else because your word are kind of magic, right? If you somebody here over and over, they're stupid, they're stupid, they're stupid. You're never going to do anything good. You're never going to do anything good. Well, guess what? You start believing it.
0: Yeah.
1: And if you start talking bad about yourself or or then you start believing it too if you call Mm -hmm. yourself well you know i'm stupid or i'm this well then so be pickable your word don't don't say anything don't speak bad about yourself um or others and also uh do not take anything personally is the other one because we take a lot of things personally and then a lot of you know, what we do, what people do sometimes, they react with our own baggage. We all have our own baggage. We see the world through our own glasses, and our glasses comes from what we live, our experience. So we all mm-hmm. have different experience, and so do not take anything personally. And and I know there's a fifth agreement. Um, I never really read the fifth agreement, but I think mm-hmm. it's just kind of that we're all, all in our own little world, right? We're all in our dreams, so everybody lives their own kind of yeah. dream, and everybody's different. You can be kind of in the same... Um, Event, but then how you're going to see it, how you're going to perceive it, how you is mm-hmm. different. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's one, and that's is Don Miguel Ruiz, the author, and he wrote another one that I really like. It was the Voice of Knowledge, and he talked about being domesticated in mm-hmm. that one. How we learn uh, from our parents and from different things has been kind of passed on society,
0: right? society, yeah, mm-hmm. and,
1: and how to do that triage they those books are a little bit more spiritual. They're self help but spiritual. Mm-hmm. So there's that little spirituality on it. But it's really yeah, I really enjoy yeah those books and there's yeah. probably a whole bunch that I do have and they're still <laughs> yeah. there, still waiting Can't for me to read from, yeah. or <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> read them, no. Yeah. Uh but yeah, but like you said, Louise Hey too, the powers within you is is a really good one about loving yourself and mm-hmm. yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. Sean, uh
2: I just went to to the bedroom and uh, (laughs) I haven't really got into them too far yet, but it's by a guy named Humble the Poet. He's got two books here. First one was Unlearn, 101 or 101 Simple Truths for a Better Life, and then uh, Unlearn, 101 Life Lessons Without the Bullshit. (laughs) Oh. And uh, it says here, A former elementary school teacher, creative, and performance artist, humble, used his art to build a connection with the world of lifelong learners and those seeking to strengthen their own self-awareness and personal growth.
0: That sounds cool.
2: So what these are is he's got all kinds of two- and three-page little uh, life lessons. And then at the end of each one, they take a, a sentence from each life lesson.
0: Yeah.
2: And just make it bold and yeah uh, so it so, stands out so uh, it says aren't lazy people all the time and don't hard workers work hard at everything apparently not
0: <laughs> so just
2: little things like that little nuggets of wisdom yeah uh, i'm only uh maybe 20 into the first book so
0: okay
2: yeah so, but humble the poet so i would check him out because cool. they're pretty cool
0: so maybe we can put some of these Uh,
2: And Eckhart Tolle, right? He's another one. Oh, yes. Of course, I've read
0: a couple of his books. There there are so many. I mean, it's such a popular genre.
2: Well, it takes up a a whole row in uh, the bookstore, so. Yeah. There's a market.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, So if we think of any others, we can add them there. Totally. Um, Is there anything else anybody wanted to add before we... What's your superpower? Oh, fuck, Heather. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we talked about this, I'm saying that because, what we didn't we talk about this like three days ago or four days ago? Yeah, we talked
3: about it and you said, that's a different way of looking at it.
0: <laughs> what did I and, and say?
3: Then, and you didn't answer me. Oh. And then you went, um, so when we do this podcast, <laughs> I want you to tell me what, uh, what good has come from your mental illness. Oh, that's right too. So what good's come from your mental
0: illness? I've made some really good friends. Well, you're my friend too but I don't know yeah. you
2: that well so. Hey, I knew you before you were crazy Uh
0: not really uh, <laughs> I, if yeah. I just was went more
2: crazy <laughs>
0: yeah. Maybe it's
2: your uh, fault uh, Yeah, it is I didn't want to say anything but yeah. I was
3: fine before I met Sean
2: <laughs> That's true yeah. I am the common denominator yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm scared sorry, now no. yeah. you, you gotta tell me how Tanya makes out after she leaves here okay.
0: So, So, yeah, I think um, I've met some people that I probably wouldn't normally have met because of my own judgments, and, you know, I've made some really great friends, great friends, yeah, people who genuinely care and that I genuinely care about, so that's something for me. How about you, Heather? Um...
3: Just to accept myself more. I think I spent so much time trying That's to... better answer. ...fit <laughs> into everything. <laughs> and I'm just realizing that I'm okay just the way I am.
0: Nice.
3: Some days I struggle with it, yeah. but... But you have times where you feel like a nice feeling. But see, you, you said the same thing, just in a different way. Because you have better friendships, and you have better friendships because you let something... you put something down yeah. and allowed those people into your
0: life. So... Yeah. I think... Uh, We had mentioned, I had said this the other day to you, Heather. um, I've always made easier friends with men. And I think it's because I was so, not only judgmental, but intimidated by other women. I always thought they were better than me in this way or that way or whatever. So I never, I always had that negative self-talk about why I wasn't as good as them. Or why they wouldn't want to be friends with me why I couldn't keep up to their whatever it was, right? So, uh, and then men are, t- for me anyway, we're generally just more accepting and not yeah. judgmental. No. I think it's because guys are just, maybe they're just brought up
3: different. You know, you are not allowed to show emotions, but you're also just supposed to accept each other the way you are, and if your friend punches you in the face, and then they punches you in the face, you punch him in the face back. And then Whereas yeah. girls, it's more like, pss, 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 pss. yeah. And I never fit in with girls because I, I don't know, I just, I have more f- female friendships now. Yeah, me too. And even at that, I still have very few. Me too. I'm more, <laughs> I'm more it's comfortable. It's not the
1: quantity, it's yes. the quality. absolutely.
3: For sure. But yeah. I, yeah, I was always, I had an easier time with guys than girls. And like I said the other day, I think part of it's because women can be catty.
0: hmm
3: And we have trust issues between ourselves. Yeah. We we tech we don't be really competitive, trust. I think, mm-hmm. in yeah. ridiculous ways. That's why all those Facebook things say, <laughs> yeah. you know, build up your your female friends so they can succeed instead of cutting them down because it's it's almost like a women are programmed to do yeah. that. I'm not sure where that came in. Where that core belief came from but oh, I know where it came from. Cavemen. <laughs> <laughs> if you wanted the good cavemen, you had to fight the women.
0: <laughs> wow. Okay. That there you go.
3: That's what I'm going
2: with.
0: There you go. It's innate. <laughs> Anybody else have any last words?
2: Well, how does this explain me? I've always had more female friends than dudes.
0: Because you're more sensitive. I'm more, more sen- sensitive.
2: I was raised by my mom and my grandma. I guess yeah, that makes more
3: sense. Actually, it does, because Brandon actually said something similar not that long ago. He said, you know what, I'd like to thank you and mom because you influenced my childhood the most. Mm-hmm. And I'm one of the only guys I know that can genuinely have... Female friends. 75% of my friends are female.
2: I would say the same thing. And
3: he goes, and wow. they're just friends. Yeah. He mm-hmm. goes, I don't, it's not always a sexual thing. He goes, my yeah. friends that are male, they don't seem to be able to just be friends. They always have some other... Agenda. Agenda. Yeah. But he's like, oops. And I, he goes, I take it because I had such a, an influence. So like with you, with your mom and your grandma. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It makes you see women differently, I think, than if... I think so.
0: Primarily male. More respectfully. Mhm. Probably. Well,
2: what do you think? Am I respectful? Yes.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Uh, oh, <laughs> smiling. I'm not sure what's going on now. Yeah, he's right? pretty cool.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I like you just the way you is. Oh. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. So, any, sorry. No, I was just... Any last words? That's what I was just going to say.
1: No, I think that was good. I would just like to say thank you for inviting me.
2: Hey, thank thanks you, for being uh, here. Yeah,
0: thank no, you. Thank you. Um,
2: now we have a new one to spread the whole Forge word. Yeah,
0: for sure. So uh, next Wednesday or any day, um, if you could support uh, mental health by donating to Bell, Let's Talk or the Canadian Mental Health Association... Um,
2: uh, any mental health association med- wherever you are across right. the world
0: doesn't matter what it is if you could uh, donate that would be fantastic yeah and maybe um i can find a couple links to sean to give to you so people can donate right from our facebook page that's a good idea yeah so i'll do that and open up and talk <laughs> yes talk
2: to each other in the stigma that's what it's all about right mm-hmm. and maybe start your own sunday morning coffee club
0: yeah yeah, yeah. i would like that
2: yeah Every Sunday morning here at 11 o'clock.
0: <laughs> all right, so are we all done?
2: We are I all have, done. I have
0: a quote. Sean has a quote, too. He's just pulled out his phone. Oh, you have we a quote? We can both
2: go. We can both go.
0: Okay, I'm going to go first.
2: All right, so we have to say thanks for stopping by the Soul Forge. Thank you, girls, for all being here. You're very welcome. Uh, thanks, listeners, for coming by and listening to us. And donate like Tracy said.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And remember, stop talking yourself out of opportunities because you don't feel like you're ready yet. It's time to jump. You are ready now. And nice. what's yours? Mine is uh,
0: be gentle with yourself. You're doing the best you can.
2: This has been another episode of the Soul Forge Podcast. Find us on Twitter at soulforgepod or email the show via soulforgepodcast at gmail.com. Soul Forge is a production of Sean Vanderloo and Friends. You can find Sean on Twitter and Instagram at Darth Vaderloo. Remember to visit soulforgepodcast.com for all of our social media links and share the show with everyone you know. Thanks for stopping by the Forge. We'll keep the fires lit until your next visit.
1: This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping through Amazon.com or the Tee Public store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.